Under the Cortex is supported by Macmillan Learning's Achieve for Psychology. Achieve brings together everything instructors and students love about its digital course content, including interactive ebooks, learning curve, adaptive quizzing, additional assessments, and more, all in a powerful yet easy to use platform. Follow the link on our website or visit macmillanlearning.com forward slash psych sessions for a special preview of Achieve. This is Charles Blue with the Association for Psychological Science with another in our series of mini episodes of Under the Cortex. This series presents the compelling and innovative research of our 2022 recipients of the Janet Taylor Spence Award for Transformative Early Career Contributions. Today, I'm talking with Neil Lewis Jr. from Cornell University, who explains how the unequal nature of our society affects the way we think and how different life experiences affect people's minds. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Can you tell us about your current field of research? What are you most interested in? What are you looking into right now? Sure. Um, So I'm a social psychologist who works in the area of social cognition. And right now I'm most interested in how the unequal nature of the society that we live in affects the way that we think. So to say a bit more about that, you know, I live in the United States, which is a country that continues to be highly segregated by race and class and where resources are distributed in highly unequal ways. And so despite living in the same country, people end up having wildly different life experiences. And so I'm curious about what that does to their minds. I understand your research also involves looking at what motivates people toward their goals and how that may lead to success. How does this play into that overarching area of research that you're involved in? Yeah. So, you know, what I've been thinking about is like, how do these circumstances that I just talked about, um, what, what do those mean for what people think they can achieve? What does it motivate them to do or not do? And what are some of the consequences of these processes for individuals and society? I've been spending a lot of time thinking about these links between how society is structured, how people think, and what that motivates uh, them to do. And what excites you about that? I mean, what kind of is the, the major thing that you really get excited about when you start delving into your work? Yeah, the thing that's um, been really exciting to me is not just studying these processes, but then thinking about the implications for interventions and for policy changes that can help to promote broader equity um, in society. So, you know, for instance, we do some work in the domain of education, right, trying to understand various types of performance and achievement gaps. And so we've been looking at how um, sort of what kinds of schools students are in affect how they think about their studies and what are the um, educational outcome implications for that. That allows us to then take the lessons from psychology, work with uh, principals, with teachers and other policymakers to design interventions that can be implemented in schools to improve students' outcomes. So those are the kinds of things that have been really exciting to me. Well, that leads to a kind of a, a tough question. What are the challenges in your field that hinders progress in this? Where are the major hurdles, grand challenges? What's something that you would like to see change to make this work progress and address these problems? Yeah, so, you know, there's a large overarching problem, I, I think, in the field that um, makes this work 
challenging at times, all right? So, and that issue is a lack of diversity in our field. A lot of the way that this work has been done in the past, it's sort of omitted some important perspectives that are um, relevant for thinking about how these problems unfold over time, how we should go about studying them, how do we think about solutions and so forth. And so we have to do some more work to expand um, our methodological approaches for generating knowledge, to expand our sampling frames to include populations that have often been excluded from our, our literature. And so on the optimistic side, I've been sort of encouraged by some new initiatives, such as the Psychological Science Accelerator, for instance, has been working to um, try and address these challenges um, and improve our science. So, What is this accelerator? Could you define that for us? Yeah, this accelerator is this international network, really, of laboratories. So instead of me sitting in my university conducting a study and just finding solutions that work here. Instead, we take the approach of let's pull together 40 or 50 labs from around the world. So we really get a broad range of samples in our studies. We get an understanding of how these things work in different parts of the world so that we can come up with more precise estimates of what's going on and hopefully then develop better solutions that can help more people. So it's diversity in the work as well as in the profession. Absolutely. And we need we need it in every level. Okay, well, I'll ask one final question, and that is, what is next for you? What do you want to tackle as your next major field of research or your next focus? Or what's got what's just off in the corner of your eye that you think would be really interesting to investigate? Yeah, I mean, what's next for me is really um, continuing in the direction that we've been moving so far of. The jargony way of saying it is to continue exploring the heterogeneity in our findings, um, right? So how much does what I find uh, here in Ithaca, New York, differ from what I might find, say, in Los Angeles? How do those processes work in different places? It's really important for refining our understanding of psychological processes, but also because it might lead us to different solutions that need to be tailored uh, to the context and the people there. So really diving further into those nuances, I think is going to be really important for advancing our understanding of how psychology is related to education, to health, to environmental sustainability. Um, That's the kind of stuff I'm really excited about. That sounds genuinely exciting. Well, I'd like to thank you very much. We have been speaking with Neil Lewis Jr. from Cornell University, uh, one of the recipients of this year's Spence Award at APS. Thanks for chatting today. Thank you so much. Introducing Macmillan Learning's Achieve for Psychology, setting a whole new standard for integrating assessment, activities, and analytics into your teaching. Now live in dedicated version for Macmillan's 2022 psychology titles, Achieve brings together everything instructors and students love about our digital course content, including interactive ebooks, learning curve adaptive quizzing, additional assessments, immersive learning activities, extensive instructor resources, and more all in a powerful yet easy-to-use new platform. And now, we'd like you to have an exclusive first look and tell us what you think. Go to macmillanlearning.com forward slash psych sessions for your own special preview of Achieve. Macmillan's Achieve for Psychology, engaging every student, supporting every instructor, setting the new standard for teaching and learning.